We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, CMOS girlies, it's episode 76, After Hours. It is 9.13 p.m. I hope you're taking a shot of magnesium and Emma's and my name. You're two girl bosses that are podcasting. Emma, how you doing over there? Doing great. I actually just got my bedtime reminder saying your bedtime is set for 10 p.m. Um, yeah, it's an evening pod because I am flying back home tomorrow to Omaha for Easter, which is my favorite holiday. Uh, and we kind of forgot that I was yeah traveling and we weren't going to have time to turn out a true episode. So I was like, let's do a Q&A. So, you know, you guys gave us some cues. We're going to give you some A's in return, uh, but I'm good. I- yeah, Emma's, Emma's Catholicism takes precedent over everything here. So we had to adjust our schedule here. I'm drinking here. my magnesium. I'm drinking the calm orange flavor because- Ooh, rare. Yeah, I don't know. That was like the only option at like my local health store that's like near me. And I was Dude, like, do you remember I, one time I got the, I got the app, apple spice calm from health nuts yes. and I threw it out. Disgusting. Yes. Don't do that. I would never drink that. Um, but I'm just like the raspberry lemonade does nothing for me. Like flavor wise, the orange, I'm like, this is kind of gross, but also kind of good in a weird way. I don't know. It's like a different flavor. It tastes like, like you're, the I'm, I'm kind of limited. It's like watermelon or like basically like fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, as we know, everyone hates magnesium products. They all fucking suck. I drank that moon juice one and I plugged my nose. So I, someone slid in my DMs and was like, Kate, you post about the moon juice one that you like, like that you like it. I got it. I think it tastes like shit. Yeah, babes. There's no good magnesium product on the market. I am not not yet. Not yet. Right. (laughs) I'm marketing you the best one that I've been able to find homies. Like shut up. Um, so sorry sorry girls if you buy moon juice you buy anything from me I'm the world's worst influencer don't trust what I say um but yeah we're gonna pod you guys asked us like so many fucking questions like 200 questions we're just gonna eyeball whichever ones are interesting and just shoot the shit as we do um I just ate a bunch of cookies my day of eating has been so goofy we never do like a what I eat a day obviously we're not like stupid bloggers here um but I've had four slices of pizza I had like an entire half a bag of popcorn and I just had like four bites out of four different cookies because somehow I got on a cookie PR list that's like the funniest thing that's ever happened to me so my my, I feel like my chin acne is like forming as oh I had whole milk today ew where no because okay at work we have like cereal and everything and I was like literally starving because I walked the bridge so that's like already like a three mile walk right um and I I walked the bridge because a whatever the attack, but also because it's like nice out. And I'm like, I want to like just enjoy the the outside for like when it's nice out. I'm just like the subway suffocating. 
but it, like my only options were like oatly um silk almond milk or whole milk and I was like I actually think the whole milk is probably like the best option for awesome. me honestly. and like low-key it slapped like I'm not gonna like be drinking whole milk all the time but it was like a nice luxurious treat so I had like special case cereal nice. very random of me but I was like you know what let's be quirky let's like tap into our inner like corporate girly corporate moment where we're, like we eat the gross uh you know snacks from the office that are provided yeah um yeah so that was like my weird food moment I feel like lately I've been eating a lot of for breakfast literally every single day um it's been eggs avocado and nori and like other whatever like sweet potato but that combination with nori sheets I my iodine levels are probably like through the roof because I'm eating like so much nori I have like my weird rootless whatever seaweed bites and I'm sure there's like iodine in my fucking athletic greens um so I don't know if it's a bad thing also, girlies, uh, re-Kate dying every month. So I got my blood work back. As you girls know, like months ago, my March thing was that I have insulin resistance. That was my illness I fell down to. I got another blood test to follow up on that in a more serious way. I finally get back to chatting with this doc online on Zoom. I don't have insulin resistance. I have none. I have none of the issues. My B12 is a little bit high. And I figured it was because I was probably taking my ritual multivitamin and my athletic greens at the same time. So I've stopped taking ritual and I'm only taking athletic greens. But she was like, yeah, dog, you're, you're fine. But she's giving me some little lifestyle tips, kind of a talk. We talked a lot about like intermittent fasting and how it plays to women's hormones. We talked about working out. We talked about eating a lot of meals throughout the day or eating big meals. And so she gave me some quirky tips um, that were very helpful. So I will let you know if I feel any different as a result of it. But as we said, we're going to shoot the shit. So I'm going to call Emma back and Hope your question made it into today's little goofy show. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Okay, let's get into the questions. We asked you guys questions on Instagram and on Geneva. So, you know, we'll kind of go back and forth. Um, The first question we have is any advice on addressing hormonal acne in your early 20s? My first advice is that I have gone to gotten, I've gone to gotten, I've gotten facialists from plenty of estheticians and they've said, you have chin acne that's due to your hormones and they don't have any product to solve that. It is related to your hormones. So I say it is a lost cause. I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel like it's kind of a lost cause for sure. I will say though that like, I feel like I would always get like hormonal acne, like a lot when I was like using also like just a lot of skincare products. And I feel like my skin routine is like been stripped down like a lot and Mm -hmm. I feel like my skin has like naturally improved but if it is kind of in the one area that you get consistently you know around your time of your period at least you know it's like hormonal acne and that like it's probably going to go away and that like that's kind of unfortunately like the part of life 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, not too much advice because, you know, I still be experiencing it here and there. Uh, so yeah, I haven't cracked the code on that one for you. Okay. Next one. We got this asked like five times in five different ways. Like what's your favorite comfort food or meal? I don't like this question. The premise of the question of like, what is a comfort food? I understand it's a genre of food. So it's not like I'm not attacking the people here, but once again, it is putting food into this category of being good and bad. Like I could, I kind of consider comfort food or meals, at least for me, like meals that are more like nostalgic. That's how like I interpret a lot of like comfort food meals, like, you know, like home cooked meals that your mom would make. So for me, that for is, me, the word like comfort food goes to like cheat days, which is like why I don't like it. But now I'm seeing what you're saying. Okay. That's um, how I at least like approach like comfort meals. So if um, I was going to say like what like a nostalgic food for me is, um, I don't know, like maybe mashed potatoes. Like that's very weird in Midwest. There at the Minnesota State Fair, I would always get a turkey leg and just carry it around for three hours and just nibble off of it the whole day um eating a, a hot fudge brown brownie sundae with buckets of ice cream on it would be another one for me it's either I have a few okay so my mom's homemade mac and cheese recipe which like dates back to like my great-grandmother's um the homemade pesto sauce on my mom or on my dad's side also incredible um rhubarb like strawberry rhubarb for whatever reason Ooh, yeah. it's like a huge like nostalgic food for me with like vanilla ice cream and then I would also probably say my mom used to make this thing, this thing called like cinnamon flop cake, which is basically just like this like sugary doughy cinnamon, like breakfast cake that like, I like always like am craving and like never have like, like, I don't even know what the recipe is. Um, and then also probably, yeah, those are probably like the main ones surprisingly pasta, which is like weird because I don't really eat much pasta anymore, but like, yeah, those are just like foods that are like really closely tied to like my childhood. Yeah. Those are um, good let's see here um we've okay we've gotten this question a lot and we've never really answered it maybe we should do an episode about it I just don't know if I could talk about it for 45 minutes is the transition from like us not being vegan anymore which we've talked about here and there it's like sparse in episodes which I feel bad because like we get dms like how did you guys make the transition and I'm like don't really remember which one we talked about it in but it's in some of these so transition you know, Emma and I both cook for ourselves. We both eat alone. So there's like a privilege in that. We're not on any like college meal plan. We can make a lot of our food choices. So it wasn't a difficulty when it comes to buying groceries. I was able to just literally get whatever groceries I now wanted. Um, social eating is going to be a lot easier once you're not vegan. There's just a vast more amount of options versus like the restrictive nature of being vegan. So I didn't find any issues. I also did not find any issues with the ethical complications of it. If you really want to hear our takes on food and climate change, we have a few episodes on that because a lot of people come at it in a very one dimensional approach. Like you're eating animals, you are bad. Okay. We've done like a lot of takes about like, if you're buying acai bowls from across or like, where's the acai from? It's from across the country. Or the person that picked it paired, paid a fair wage. Like acai is not an ethical food in any way that eating local regenerative meat is unethical for some reason. So you have to kind of challenge and push like what food ethics means to you. Cause like, I never felt like uncomfortable eating meat and stuff. It was just a choice for the environmental reasons. Um, so yeah, I think like, I'm so out of that, like ethos of individual consumer action is like, doing anything to change the world not to say that your actions don't matter but I've matured to be like yeah my dollar is not equal to Jeff Bezos dollar so like I'm not gonna cry myself to sleep because I bought one thing in plastic yeah there's also just like plenty of studies showing that like eating meat in like the right way especially when it's like from like a regenerative farm actually like can help in like sequestering um you know CO2 emissions and also I think just like physically I just like recommend just going like 
small, like maybe like introducing like just fish, like for a few weeks, then eggs, and then into like meat or like other seafoods, like definitely don't like start eating everything all at once. Like I definitely, like I started off with like fish and eggs and then probably like eight months later, I started eating meat again. So, you know, and like everyone's body is going to react differently. I like had no issues. Um, so obviously if you like feel crazy, if you like eat meat, then like maybe yeah, scale it back, but yeah, just do it if you want to, like no pressures, um, to like go back to like eating meat. If you are vegan, like it's definitely just like an individual choice of like what makes you feel best. I mean, I think the cooking stuff, like I've never cooked an egg in my life since until last year. So it felt very awkward and like childish for me to like text my mom being like, how do I know if my salmon is done? So there might be, there might be a learning curve with cooking, um, which I still have, like, I still don't cook meat for my home just because I haven't gotten over the hurdle of like learning how to do it, which I could do. Um, so yeah, that's, that's going to be it. I did go to the health store and I like talked to the employee a lot about like what happens when you first start eating meat. And he like recommended like maybe getting digestive enzymes or something. If you know, you're going to have like a huge portion of meat and like how I should make the transition if I wanted to go over to whey protein. But I honestly, I never made the choice. I still eat plant protein with I like protein powders. So yeah, maybe do some, some Googling, some researching on that one. Yeah. Um, um, next question I, we have is like, where would I typically find people who are also into wellness on a college campus? So I think mm-hmm. it could be, this can be like, definitely like challenging, especially, um, so I think a lot of people who may be into like quote unquote health and wellness in a college setting might be more into it in a very, um, toxic manner in the sense of like the pressures so, of like losing weight, maybe more like orthorexic, like, or like in an anorexia matter. Um, cause I feel like just from conversations that I've had with like friends who went to like traditional colleges where, you know, there was like the whole Greek life. A lot of girls would kind of like talk about like you know, doing these like fast, quick diets, um, like not eating all day so that they can just like binge drink. And like, that's obviously like a very unhealthy way. But I think like when you're that young and you're kind of just like thinking that like, oh, being skinny equals healthy. Like it's easy to like assume that like, those are the people that like you should be hanging out with that. Like you can connect with like, on like quote unquote health and wellness things. But that obviously is like a territory that like can be a very slippery slope, very dangerous, very unhealthy and like toxic. So I honestly feel like I mean, A, join Geneva to meet other people from other colleges that are into health and wellness, but it's going to be really just like through conversations. Um, My biggest like, point I was going to say is also, yeah. is also don't think that athletes are a safe place either. Either yeah. Do not assume just because someone goes to the gym, they are healthy. Like a lot of people that go to the gym are very unwell in their habits and like their rationale for going to the gym. And that's going to be something that's very hidden that everyone's going to have a poker face and not show for obvious reasons. Like I think undiagnosed, I would say probably every single volleyball team I've been on half the roster has had some form of eating disorder, not me diagnosing them clinically, but have had disordered eating habits that could fuck up someone else by watching what they do the comments they make on food. And like, if I'm going to be honest and reflection about my experience and like why I quit college sports, a lot of it was just like the environment at NYU and like coaching and like team dynamics and shit. But a lot of it was, I was just literally sick of the conversations about food and body image and athletic stuff. I had, you have to be in those environments 24 seven in order to plan a college sports team. And like, I felt triggered every time I went to practice or we were eating on the road or some shit like that. It was such a fucking toxic environment for me. So I would say, like Emma said, it's not going to be people on the outside. You're going to have to probably talk to them a lot. Like Emma and I on the outside, like I probably didn't really think Emma was like a wellness girl. I don't think we both were that wellness girls. And also I think to 
Um, I don't know Sorry, let me finish. I was gonna say okay. I don't think Emma and I were both wellness girls when we first met, and so it like it took like a really t- two hour long conversation for us to like get into it that we were like, oh, we do align about a lot of stuff. So it's like I would just say looking for wellness people, just like look for friends generally. Maybe the wellness stuff will come. Yeah, and also like to go off of that, like most of my friends in college were not like quote unquote into like health and wellness, and I think like you can still navigate those friendships and like have good times with people if they like if that like isn't like a top priority for them. I think um, Emma's my only friend that I have that's into health and wellness. I'm going to be honest, if I look through all my friends right now. Literally same. <laughs> so it like doesn't matter. I think I, but I think that's a personality thing where I kind of like being the floater that doesn't have a friend group. And like Emma was saying, I think if you had a friend group that was like all into wellness, I think it would get so orthorexic and competitive and just like gross. Cause everyone would be like, oh, I don't eat almonds cause they're this. Oh, I don't eat this cause they're this. Like it would just get like diet wars. I feel like in a friend group, but like, I don't know, maybe that's my outside opinion looking in um we got a lot of questions about dating and shit like how to feel more comfortable stop getting embarrassed around guys um I was literally on a date today and this guy we were talking I was like I have to go podcast later he's like what did people ask in the Q&A and I was like sometimes they ask about boys and he's like what do they even want to know and I'm like you know if they're like quirky little girls into health and wellness like how do they talk to boys and he was like just literally be it was funny because I go don't talk about health and wellness that's how you get boys and he goes just be normal just be normal and you'll have no problems so that's the, the boys advice however um I think just start talking to guys and you realize they're actually just so much less worthy than you anytime I've dated at my age range I'm just like what the fuck so just rip off the bandaid and go on one date and you'll just start feeling like a yeah. god complex. and also it's like dudes i have met so many dudes have like that have like weird quirky interests as well so like don't feel embarrassed if like you have like weird interesting takes or yeah. like weird quote-unquote hobbies and also it's like if a guy truly likes you he's going to appreciate you for all those things so like don't sell yourself short fully just like yeah expose like your truest self because like that's how you're going to find like the correct person for yourself and that's like the one thing that I've like realized I'm like well if they don't like me like that's their fault like I'm not going to change yeah. myself with some random dude on an app you know um or so I just too- kind of feel like embrace yourself which I know which I know can be like challenging if like you struggle with like self-confidence or like have never been in a relationship you might constantly you know ask yourself like you know is this all because of me but it's not no I also was just gonna say like don't put pressure on date the outcome of dating you know dating is enjoy the process even though the process is like stupid as fuck like and embarrassing and bad and all that stuff I think now that I'm just like I don't know when I'm gonna get married I don't know how I'm gonna get married I don't know how I'm going to ever be in a relationship it's just easy I'm just like okay you go on a date and you're not thinking about the date after you're not thinking about planning a future with someone that is something that everyone needs to stop doing is like planning I I used to do this all the time just like romanticizing strangers like realistically before you meet someone you've literally sent text messages to them how easy it is to type up some like cute corny shit over a text message he's texting you oh my god yeah I got a kombucha today like man is playing you he's trying to like he's trying to be not playing you I'm not saying people are like doing that but like you know what I mean don't put so much pressure into like this person being the one just literally like go into it and just just smooth brain smooth brain it um okay next question what is your favorite time of the day uh Kate and I are both um morning people I definitely would say the morning's my favorite time of the day it's like the one time where I feel like I have like my routine that like is never disrupted it's like just me no distractions no people bothering or bugging me and yeah so I'd probably say the morning I like if I'm gonna say a specific time of day that I really love it's like 
right after I have breakfast and I like wash my dishes and I'm like sitting in bed for five minutes I don't know why that's just like such a precious like joy of my day some people like love their like coffee but I just like love like when I like wash my dishes and I'm just like happy like sitting in bed for a little bit I guess I, like, like a first specific moment it's like the first cup of coffee that I have and when like I immediately feel myself like actually feel awake that's like yeah truly like drugs for me what is the weirdest thing you guys have eaten love you guys in the pod well 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 <laughs> I might not eat a lot of weird stuff not in like a like I don't know like we follow any diet or any protocol and like y'all know we do not follow recipes these are just straight from our brain trying to think of the most goofy thing I ate recently that we haven't said on the podcast because I remember like when I was in Hawaii and I had way too much guac and sauerkraut and I ate them together like that was really weird yeah I don't know I just feel like I do like really crazy weird food combinations where it's like it does even make sense like I feel like I'll just do some crazy salads where it's like has a little bit of like a Mexican flair and also like Asian and then also I don't know like some Greek elements to it too and it's like bro what is this like weird fusion of cultures in your bowl um yeah I'm trying to think about objects that are like not objects food is objects like textures and shit that should not go together I mean there's a point where I was I was like trying to get rid of my psyllium husks and I was adding them to everything and anything and like y'all know how that acts with water it was not a cute thing for me um what are some beverages I mean we used to put chlorophyll in our coffee that's stupid yeah I don't even I have like two things of chlorophyll in my fridge that I just have not touched I'm like like, I I truly should it's like a vintage Um, item yeah I I mean we eat like weird stuff and I'm like it's like I don't know we want a full like pantry episode I mean we could milk an episode on that if you guys want like literally we can list every item in our pantry at the moment I feel like we've done that episode before I don't know we have a lot of new girlies we have definitely done it we could do another pantry 2.0 even though nothing has fucking changed yeah um so let us know because nothing is coming to noggin on that question sorry um what's it like constantly worrying about the bioavailability of your supplements I'm not unfortunately um I what just, do you do I pop the pill and I pray for the best yeah Hope but that's why best. we want to make supple you know they all will you're not gonna have to be worried next what do you guys do in your board so I've been I've been bored recently and I've been tapping into the boredom um some things that I like to do when I am bored is get rid of stuff like it sounds really weird but for some reason I'm just like I'm not even I've I've never even read Marie Kondo I'm just like oh I think I could use like five less shirts in my wardrobe so I don't know what psychological defect that gives me but that's one next um I guess I like to organize my pantry when I'm bored I also feel like sometimes I'll just do just random deep stretches when I'm bored just because I'm like, this feels at least like beneficial for me, you know? I like, to yeah, I don't on- really get bored very often because I don't think I have, I don't have, have enough time, time to, be to be bored. Yeah, yeah. same. Um, is, I guess a good thing. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, one thing I do is I will like organize, um, I love going through my camera roll and deleting photos. So I like organizing my contacts. Like if there's like a Jake lingering in my contacts, I haven't talked to in like a week, I will delete him. Um, I like organizing my Google Drive, like really love organizing that type of stuff, deleting emails, going through my junk email. I love doing that type of stuff. Um, but and yeah, you're like, like, really like terrible, like 
what to do when you're bored. Um, yeah, go through your junk email. Yeah, go, through your junk, go through your junk email and maybe sit in pigeon pose. <laughs> there you go. That <laughs> is the key to happiness, you guys. If you're if you're spiraling, sit in pigeon pose and go through your junk email at once. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, we're kind of sad for that. Sorry, girlies, we have nothing, nothing interesting to do. Um, next question: How to eat healthy exercise without becoming obsessive? It's hard to find the balance. Um, not to shade this person, but I'm guessing if you wrote this, you probably are struggling with that. Um, just because I, you know, it's very natural to have that. I feel like I've been on an obsessive exercise, like compulsive thing, probably like right after getting out of anorexia. That's kind of like what it got into when I relapsed. Um, cause I was always like, I'm never going to like not eat again, but it's like this exercise part was hard to cure. Um, I think once you get slapped in the face so many times, when you realize that doing more is not giving you the result that you're looking for, right? You're working out more because you probably think I'm going to burn calories. I'm going to get skinnier, some shit like that, right? When you are over exercising your body, your body is going to enter starvation mode. It is going to store onto fat. It's going to do everything the opposite of what you're trying to do with that over-exercising. It is like punching yourself in the face every day and getting mad there's a bruise. Like you, you always think, and I feel like I do this where if I am in these like bad phases where I like work out or something and like for the wrong reasons, you're doing an outcome that you don't fucking want. And it's so hard to step yourself out of it because it's yourself. You make all these exceptions for yourself. If it was a stranger doing it, you look at them. If I saw someone waking up and just running 16 miles tomorrow morning, and then they just did an act, another workout in the day or something like that, I'd be like, oh, they're stupid as fuck. Their cortisol lovers are going to be jacked the whole day. But then like, I would be like, well, I need to go do an intense workout or well, so really think about what benefits you're getting from overexerting yourself. Because- yeah. I also just feel like, at least for me personally, I just like got to a point where I was like, I am so sick of this like mental battle. Like this is a yeah. waste of like time and energy. Like I actually just felt like so physically drained and I was like exhausted. just like constantly only thinking about these two things. So I think like, you'll just like reach a point where it's almost like you burn out, like fighting yeah. yourself. And again, like Kate said, it's like, you're like going through all this, like, you know, mental gymnastics, you're, you know, going on the hamster wheel every single day you know, trying to like, you know, question every single move. And it's just like, you're not seeing, yeah, like results. And that's, I think like, can maybe trigger those thoughts even more, but it's kind of like, maybe that's like the whole reason why you're having these issues in the first place. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, yeah, you'll just kind of like grow. I mean, hopefully you can just like grow to a, a point where it's like, none of it actually matters. Cause it literally doesn't. Um, yeah. It's Next. a simple answer, but you know, it can be hard for sure next um new york city restaurant wrecks we really don't have that many we'll list off ones that can come to our mind um ready go uh, any Doma. place in chinatown yeah yeah i was gonna say that i was gonna say a nice sushi spot in like west village but honestly i don't even care yeah any place in chinatown honestly i prefer eating at places that like there's nobody no aesthetic yeah no aesthetic and like the food comes to you in two seconds <laughs> okay any place in chinatown thai diner lovely day cafe mogador mm-hmm. um yeah 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 is fine it's okay it's vegan it has small portions they used to have nice portions happy zoe vegan bakery luann's all wild ginger vegan whatever that's good for the vegans um shop sins is good um domo domo is good uh 12 chairs is good um yeah atla's good yeah that's that's the foodie we don't have any ideas here someone said my favorite places to run i literally only run on the west side highway do i have plans for racing um maybe i don't know yet here here's a fun one um top five foods 
Oof, that's a good one. Okay, so mine I know off the top of my head. If I had to have only eat five foods for the rest of my life, here's what they'd be. Frozen blueberries. Not fresh. Frozen. I want them frozen. Walnuts. Mackerel. Arugula. And hmm, potato. It's a Japanese sweet potato. Okay, for me, it's going to be frozen cherries, beets, um, pistachios, wild sockeye salmon, and then maybe alfalfa sprouts. Okay, good. We would maybe have a nice little colony if we had an island. You're dead on. Weird childhood snacks or weird food rituals. That's a good one. Childhood snacks. Okay, so my mom would just buy anything and everything. I did not like. I was not in the family of like the Yolanda Hadid where I ate almonds as a snack. No, I ate like Twinkies as a snack. Some of my favorite snacks as a child. Let me think. I ate a lot of Kemp's ice cream as a snack. Yeah, yeah, I ate that as a snack. I would eat a bowl, a bowl of um, moose tracks as a snack, perhaps. Um, those kudos granola bars give me a weird nostalgia. If you've had those, like the yeah, M&Ms those on it, mm-hmm. your hands are like dripping chocolate. I love cereal. That was like my, I love that as a snack. I would eat a lot of the special K chocolate. Uh, like that one. I love mini wheats, chocolate mini wheats, another banger. My mom would make muffins. That was one of my favorite snacks. Um, I was definitely a sweet tooth kid. Honey okay. mustard pretzels, sea salt and vinegar chips. Okay. For me, it was um, dipping strawberries into brown sugar. It was the Annie's white cheddar, little like bunny crackers um it would be the cheerios with the yogurt covered ones my brothers mm. and i all the time would always like make nachos in the microwave where you just like take tortilla chips and like put cheese in it on top of it and the microwave it um the the fugles i think were yeah like, the, the fingers that you can put on your fingers i also loved black olives like i would eat black olives all the fucking time when i was moment. younger and then i also i mean my mom would bake all the time as well and she just like everyone's mom makes like the best chocolate chip cookies but those truly they are the best what can i say what can you say um here's another good one top five silly little beverage lineup go um okay gt's blue kombucha i'll say coffee i'm not gonna say coffee that's too boring these are silly beverages okay so um what did i just say i said gt's blue kombucha Oof, you can go. I'm trying to think. Like that's that just has a heart in my okay. my heart. I'm gonna say water with a lot of fresh lemon. That's not a fun silly beverage, but that's like my part of my beverage lineup. Definitely coffee. I don't care if it's boring. Coffee's in my beverage lineup. Um, I would probably say yeah, like a kombucha. Um, I'm gonna go with the the lemon berry lemonade one from gt's it's like pink purple orange not orange like you know it has like that yeah um that's three dandy blend with like a lot of adaptogens and then probably honestly the olipop ginger lemon i think that's actually my favorite olipop flavor it's like definitely underrated it's really great if you have like kind of like a stomach ache because it's like ginger and lemon and has like whatever the bubbly fizz so that's my beverage lineup. I mm, I don't really know. Okay, magnesium. If there's a good magnesium, Society of Kate and Emma launched a magnesium product. Um, hey, what about the um the sleigh bell cookie dough 
sleepy time tea. I have not made tea in months. I forget hot water is a commodity that I can just easily make. Um, yeah. To quote my date, he goes, I don't drink hot liquids. I, and he's like, I don't eat beans. I'm like, you don't need hummus? He's like, I'm mushy. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, I don't drink hot coffee. I don't drink any liquid besides water or alcohol. What the fuck? Um, I don't really know because I'm like, none of the Olipop flavors or like seltzers or anything are really filling a void for me if I had to like think about them. I'm always in that functional beverage aisle, but like nothing is fucking coming to Noggin. Actually, I would say I've been loving coconut water recently. Um, I've been having to drink a lot of it because I'm like dehydrated from my like stomach fucking issues. So um, that's been one of them. And then someone said, what's your number one wellness habit you think everyone should try at least once? It is magnesium. Emma? Yeah, yeah, magnesium, maybe even wellness habit. I'm trying to think. I honestly feel like walking after like your meals is like an easy habit that where you don't have to buy a product, but I feel like I just feel a million times better once I'm moving my body after I eat, just like help with like digestion. I feel like a lot of people don't ever think about that, especially if you like work in an office and it's like you are eating and just like sitting. Um, so yeah, that's the habit, I guess that you could do. I think foam rolling is another one too. Like I remember the first time I foam rolled when I was like, 13 I was like what the fuck is this doing to my body so that's a good one um now we're gonna go over the questions in Geneva because we got a lot someone said where do you find jeans and pants long enough for you honestly reformation I have their jeans and they're fine I have pants from La Casa clothing and I have pants from like wolf I also don't have long legs I have an extremely long torso so I might not be the best bet here but I get asked that a lot in the dms someone said have you tried granola butter what are your thoughts we've tried it and it's good we've tried it back when it was is it called Oat House? What's the, I forget. We've had it like years ago. Allie yeah, follows us. Oat House now. Maybe we should have her on the shot. Um, advice to start a business from scratch. We don't have any advice. We're in the process. We're like shit posting through it. So we don't have any advice. So funny. Someone asked, like, I remember another thing in like supple, whatever DMs was like, can you guys show us your process? I was like, this is the process. <laughs> Literally the memes are the process queens. Like this is, we don't have any advice. Um, Someone said most unhinged wellness moment of the week. We were a most unhinged wellness, but me having whole milk in like at work at 11. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> me actually was today. I forgot this happened. I was walking from my date to this event in Ganawas and it was like an hour walk. Gowanus, Gowanus. Okay. Sorry. My brain. <laughs> Ganawas. What the fuck am I saying? Uh, <laughs> Okay, sorry. So he's walking- not a true New Yorker. I'm not. I've literally never claimed to be. I am a transplant. Yeah, but- you really were like you had a full Brooklyn moment. I was like, he has never been to these areas. That was like hyped for you, kind of. Yeah, like I got home at nine to my cookie PR. Like I haven't been in my apartment since 10 a.m. today. So I, I was ever was walking aimlessly, and I had to pee. And I thought, do I drop my pants and pee in the middle of the street? I did that last two summers ago during like the Black Lives Matter stuff when there was like no one outside. I was to pee anywhere, but there were people on the street everywhere. I couldn't find a good quiet spot. It was also 3 p.m., a little too bright for me to drop and whiz. So. I'm walking and I see a gas station. And if you know, there's only three gas stations in Manhattan, which is not where I'm on. I normally just venture. So I see a gas station. I go, they will have a bathroom, right? Like I'm not going to go into a mom and pop shop and ask if I can pee in their place. Like COVID is still a thing, whatever. It's just like, I don't want to do that. So I go into a gas station. I pee the most disgusting pee of my life. My pee is like bright orange. And I'm like, I got it. I got hot liquid. I see they have a Slurpee machine and a soda machine, like a big gulp soda thing. 
And I'm like, I'm getting a motherfucking Diet Coke. Of course, the smallest cup size they have is 32 ounces. I had 32 ounces of Diet Coke, me drinking it with a straw. My phone battery's at like 18%. I'm wearing like a mini skirt and hoka. It's just walking, walking at 4 p.m. with this fucking Diet Coke in hand. Um, They also had like flavor pumps of vanilla, but they actually had caffeine-free diet coke, so I was not caffeinated after. And then I proceeded to eat like four slices of pizza. So that was my un unwellness moment of the week. I don't think I. I don't know. Maybe I put like shirataki noodles in a salad. That was goofy earlier this week. Not really well. Um, Uh, here's a good one. Um, super gentle ways to get into exercising more for total beginners. I think this is a good question because if you don't come from like an athletic like being like a student athlete background and like getting into exercise, like, I think it can be like really intimidating for sure. And I think like the biggest like point of advice is like find a movement that like you actually enjoy and the mic like require a lot of like experimentation. And I also think too, that like a little bit of like some movement is better than none. So even if it's just like a 10 minute jog or like you going on a 10 minute walk or even just like doing a little like bit of like gentle Pilates, I do think that's something that's like more low impact will be easier to kind of um get into like working out so whether that's like yeah like yoga or pilates um and then you can just kind of like build from there like don't expect yourself to be able to like run a marathon if you like decide randomly one day to like start running because you are going to fail and then you're probably going to be upset that you're unable to do those you know do what you you know intended to do so i think just like take it easy yeah i agree i was gonna say that i think i literally did i just see a mouse go across my apartment <gasps> oh no I, I, I have an exterminator coming tomorrow but what the fuck what? okay uh working out um so when you're working out at the gym um I was gonna say focusing on form, Bro, my legs are fucking I'm like sweating like my tits are sweating my legs are sweating but anyway. <laughs> I'm freaking the fuck out if there's a mouse in my apartment he <laughs> has a mouse that I'm sweating because I don't really have AC in this fucking apartment anyways um I was gonna say like uh you should form like go in front of the mirror when you're first working out to make sure you're not going to be injuring yourself in the process. Like for me, example, when I first started jump roping, I went in front of my mirror in my apartment because I noticed I was clicking my heels together. Like the embarrassment, a part of like fitness stuff is like the beginning of it. Um, I'm also just like literally freaked out about my apartment right now. Ah, someone's at our Hogwarts houses. Sorry, I've never Bro, seen her. Do I, oh wait, no shade, but do I look like I have ever? Yeah. Oh, wait, I don't watch movies to begin with. I barely read anymore. Do I look like I have ever put in brain cell power to understand Hogwarts? Um, Someone also said seed cycling. Yeah, episode about female hormones. I think it's 21. Smoothie recipes. We don't have smoothie. I don't make smoothies. Savory snacks. Mary's crackers and like beef jerky. Um, What else? What other meals do we eat besides oatmeal and pancakes? Like salad. It just, it's mush bowls. That's what we said with Becca from Fishwife um interpret uh, that as you wish also what is mbti types is that kind of like a weird like myers-briggs situation i don't know emma should i vacuum the shit out of this mouse below my bed (laughs) okay um i don't know what that means i honestly thought it was like um you know like him yim or like what is um one direction there's like an acronym for one direction it's like omb one direction like i'm a directioner yeah maybe it's him like you know how like people like in beyonce they're like the hive yeah i don't know anyways (laughs) i don't know what that means so i'm sorry i'm too lazy to google it right now what are our go-to podcasts so as we've become shit posters i listen to less 
as we know, I listen to a lot of political podcasts, so that's going to be my biggest one there. Like, we listen to Mark Hyman, we listen to, like, the dudes, like, Mind, Body, Green podcast, Dave Aspie podcast, like, I listen to the Goo podcast, um, I listen to Bingetopia, I listen to 5-4 about the Supreme Court, I listen Emergency to Emergency Intercom's good. Oh, I've never, yeah, like, listened to that, I've just seen clips. It's funny, it's stupid, like, yeah. it is pointless, but it's funny. We listen to How Long Gone, we listen to Eyewitness Beauty, I like um, the 99% Invisible. I feel like that's a good podcast. Um, I like Maintenance Phase low-key. Gastropod can have interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, that's the tea on the podcast. Any other questions tickling your fancy? I don't really have any other ones. No, I don't really feel like I'm even like reading words anymore. Yeah, Bro, I'm like... It's almost 10 p.m. I have a solid core class at 7.05 tomorrow. Which one are you going to? Back. Which one? The Nolita one. Oh, cute. Um, yeah, I need to decide what I'm doing to work out tomorrow. Um, I also am need to like run outside my apartment right now because I think there's a mouse in my apartment. Uh, why do I have is so it many big? Is issues? it big or is it tiny? Is she is she petite? I don't know. Or? I looked to my left and I saw something on the floor. I saw something on the floor and I and I go, well, not leaving my bed because I think it's under it. What the fuck would a mouse do? Like like what would you like what do you oh, i don't have anything for you i have no food out i clean my dishes right after i fucking make them kate it's, it's because it's kate it's because you live on the first floor next to a parking garage like you're right next to the grass you're right next to nature i don't know this i'm sure i'm sure i what this exterminator was supposed to fucking come today i feel like i need to just throw something at the wall and make a loud move and then it'll like Die. you need to like somehow make like a hammock to hang on your ceiling and just sleep on that tonight i just need to fucking this is why you need a boyfriend so you can go sleep at their apartment hey hey i can be your boyfriend i'm not respectfully i'm not <laughs> i wonder if anyone thinks that we're ever together like when we're out being fucking freaks like things that we're in a relationship we joke about that a lot i just like do people think that um Anyways, I hope you all enjoy the podcast. Um, if you know it's episode seventy six, it's a Q and A. Sorry if we didn't answer Q and A. There were like two hundred, and I'm a little stressed. Um, follow Seamus Grillies. Follow Supple. Follow us on TikTok. We're running out yeah. of TikTok ideas. Everything is a circle. If you haven't noticed, like if you're an OG Seamus Grillies, you're probably like, damn, they don't even have any new jokes. There's I no new jokes. There's no I'm new things. I'm on TikTok and I'm like, Ugh, so I made one about Brazil nuts. Like, why? Well, there's no like. Is this no the new- content y'all want? yeah if, um, if you guys have, have tiktok ideas for us let us know i kind of forgot it existed um but yeah we're gonna peace out because kate has some critical business to take care of i have critical business to take care of also because i am sweating my motherfucking body and off. i need to go pray for all of us fucking sinners um on easter yeah I, i'm I gonna i'm gonna pray for all of you guys i'm gonna actually pray at church yeah i'm going I'm, to take i'm gonna take the eucharist and body of christ on behalf of the Seamus Grilly Empire. Yeah. He makes some we'll make some Easter memes, like some peep. I want some peeps in the Easter. Also, my date told me I should put a peep in a microwave to watch it explode. What the fuck? Like what goes on in the mail brain? I don't get it. Yeah. Um, no anyways, but... hope you all don't have a mouse in your apartment. Um, we'll come to you with next week with the fucking update. Actually, next week will be a founder episode. So we'll have it in the bag already for you. But okay, hope you all have a nice that. sleep. Good night. Bye. Yeah.